Hello and welcome to the Manic Film Club, the film review show where we say things like, this week we watched a B-movie set on an enormous space prison. Bearing that in mind, prepare to spend the next 90 minutes of the film looking at the same three very grey corridors. I'm Liam, and sitting across from me through the powers of the internet is the ever-gravituitous Tobias. Gravituitous? I made a word up. Yeah, you did. It means that you abide the laws of gravity. <laughs> Yay! I do. I mean, I don't float around. You don't. I'm, I'm, I'm very law-abiding to that degree. You are earthbound. <laughs> I am earthbound. <laughs> I mean, gravituitous is is like, yes, it sounds a bit too much like gratuitous. gratuitous yeah. But I think gravituitous is geeky. <laughs> uh, but also, it's got a bit of gravitas to it. It does have that kind of thing. Yes, it has that kind of thing. Has that kind of thing. <laughs> Shall I tell the audience what we watched? Yes, because we watched a film. We did. This week on the Manic Film Club, we watched Incoming. When an imprisoned terrorist cell hijacks a high-security prison in outer space, a CIA agent becomes the one chance of stopping them. Starring Scott Adkins, directed by Eric Saragoza. Yes. That's yes. the thing that we watched. We watched now, that I don't thing. know if this reflects good or bad on the film at this point in the review, but I have made notes. <laughs> A lot of notes. Really? Oh, oh, yes. I can, I can, here's two things, right? Yes. One, this is a bit early to be going into it. It has a 3.3 rating on IMDb. Does it? I yeah. Seen that. Um, now, this is also a bit early to be going into it, but here on the Manic Film Club, we don't rate 1 to 10 or 1 to 100. <laughs> we go for a hit or, or a miss choice. Um, because I can talk freely, it's a miss oh, for me. Oh. Do you know what? Yeah. Shall we, shall we start as we mean to end? Yeah. yeah this we... is beyond a miss. It, yeah. But do you know it's... what? I think it's the perfect way to, to say start this because this is a B-movie. It's a B movie, right? So I'm going to tell you my little start journey of this. Oh, this I lo- honestly, th- you actually just sitting to watch these films is half the experience for me at the moment. Yeah. Did right. you watch it in Japanese? No, I didn't. <laughs> no, it ran smoothly from that point of view. But, right, so I put it on. Um, and I did the thing where I told my girlfriend, I'm going to watch this so I can't be disturbed i'm gonna you know this one's it's 90 minutes it's sci-fi this is my kind of film oh this yeah this film was feels like it's for us yes first scene now remembering this is meant to be in space yeah first scene is big ben blowing up i was like oh game changer already wasn't expecting that (laughs) then we see someone who clearly is something to do with it and from that point, I go, oh, OK, acting a little bit dodgy. Next scene, a guy with a lot of screens around. Oh, no, acting terrible. Uh, next scene, all of our main characters heading there. Oh, acting atrocious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's it's a journey. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah it, it, this was diabolical. I um, there was not one character who came out of this all right, uh, as in of no interest. Uh, the closest, the closest I could get was I kind of had a vague interest in what I will call the tugboat pilot. Uh, bridges. I don't care. 
I honestly don't care because none of the characters had redeeming features. Cool. Well, I can tell you my opinion on this with a simple f- statement. Yeah. I fell asleep for 10 minutes of this film um, awesome. to the point of before I fell asleep, there was a big man, a very big man. Do you know the very big man I mean? Like, I so, yeah. He was one of the terrorists. Cell. He was like yeah, the big. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When I woke up, that man was gone. Okay. <laughs> I uh, still now, because I'm like, you know what? I'm not rewinding through this film because I don't want to have to rewatch stuff. Um, <laughs> I do not know what happened to the big man. <laughs> oh, that's good. I couldn't tell you. Cool. Uh, what happened? Uh, I, I'm not even sure at what point that is because having done the whole right, I'm watching this film. My girlfriend then rang me. Right. Uh, I stopped the film, and as I answered, as I answered the phone, I went, "There's still 56 minutes left of this." Oh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. At about the half an hour mark, there is a lot going on, <laughs> but really nothing going on. Nothing, nothing of interest. Cool, right? So I have made a load of notes. Good, good for and you. I, actually, I went on IMDb and there was no notes to be oh, had. There's nothing on IMDb. There's no trivia. There's no. no Wikipedia page, which we've said before is already red flags. Yeah. When we pick films, we should make sure they've got Wikipedia pages just for a quality yeah. test. Yeah. The thing is, this is a B movie, and the B does stand for bad movie. Okay. So, so it's kind of already, uh, it's kind of done its job. No, because <laughs> I would argue that B movies have a charm to them. They have like a cult status oh, to but them. I could, yeah, I could easily see how this would have that. I could see how it would have a select group of people who'd be like, we love it for what it is, which is garbage. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but right, I'm going to go through my list here. Because uh, the way we initially said we were going to do this is categories like cinematography yeah 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 yeah. script and all that so i'll go through it we can discuss it and you can yeah yeah, yeah. so the first one i put cinematography i want your opinion on this the general cinematography of this film okay this includes effects doesn't it yes and what i'm gonna say now going forward um we've all we've said it before for film clubs but there might be a language warning because i've got some quotes written down as well at points yeah yeah and some language is a little bit it's not super it's blue but it's enough some F in. I, I, I will say none of my quotes have got F in. Oh, okay. I know that there may be your quote. So okay. Um, right. I'm going to try to give it something, a positive spin. Yes. Considering it is a B movie, the effects could have been worse. Cool. My first point was the visual effects looked high budget enough to almost look all right, but there was just something off about it. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? If you ever go on like a ride at a theme park and they show you footage of like the thing you're on, this yeah. is what it felt like when you saw the outside of their ship. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing I've I've written about cinematography is any shot that's in this film that wasn't about the space station was stock footage, very bad quality stock footage. There's a point later on where the government people on Earth go. Maybe we should just blow them up. And then it instantly cuts to a rocket firing from the ground. And I was like, this looks like you just ripped it from the internet. Yeah. They did that several times. And my, the prime example is actually the nearly two minute opening credits of the film, which is just a panning shot of London. Yeah. And it's very bad quality panning. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, that, that but hey, we get Big Ben gets blown up. Yes, it does. So, you know, That's, that happened. It was nice that it was a British landmark. Yeah. We sometimes get left out. Normally it's American. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> I don't have any other notes about the cinematography, but that the only thing I haven't noted down, which I did on my phone, but I haven't transferred it to my actual proper notes, was the general overall feeling of this film is very tacky. Like the approach, the approach to... Th- oh, the visuals of this film are so dull. Right. Like, now, on, on the same vein, I'm not gonna, I don't mean this how it might sound initially. You know how if you watch Red Dwarf, you, yeah. can, you respect it for what it is, but you can tell that there is a low budget to the ships and stuff. It is. It does it, that, but it feels like they're trying too hard to not... Yeah. Right. So, before doing our reviews, I sometimes go and read other people's reviews of of it to see if i'm on the same wavelength maybe it's something i hadn't thought about and things like that um because i went on imdb and you are faced with a lot of one out of ten ratings i can say i have not in fact one of the ratings go how can i physically give this less than one um but like (laughs) one of someone makes a point and it's one of the more detailed reviews they basically say from a realistic point of view Right, this is on a space station. Yeah, called the Hammer. That actually yeah. looks nothing like a hammer, so I don't know that where the name yeah. comes from. But they said, realistically, you could have just done this on a boat at sea. I thought that. Yeah. This could have, this could have been Alcatraz. Yeah, it was just like this. I mean, make it wizards. This could have been Azkaban. It wouldn't have mattered. Honestly, it feels like, you know when you have horror series where eventually they run out of stories and go, we're going to go to space now. Yeah. I think this one just jumped yeah. the gun. The problem and is, <laughs> as I said with the intro about how it's just the same couple of corridors yeah. and the one room you see, you didn't need it to be in space. It could have you been didn't. in the middle of the ocean. They could have come in on a boat, and that's the issue. But I tell you what, though, it's done its job because I tell you what, because it's in space, that's how come we reviewed it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it ticks all the boxes for us. Yeah. Right. Now, what I want to move on to is the acting slash direction. Because you have already pointed out that it was so horrible so i don't know if you do know but i am aware of the lead actor scott scott adkins he right the best as i will refer to him for the rest of this review stabby mcstab face stabby mcstab face right he is your biggest actor in it and the only thing i really know him from is he plays lucian one of caecilius's goons in doctor strange he is a credited Marvel actor, but he is like the last credited actor. He's like, he's a goon. Yeah. You probably never, you can't probably point out his character oh, in the film. I definitely can't. Um, I, I just watched him in this film and I couldn't point him out again. I have made a note about Scott Adkins. Yeah. He's British. Yeah. He's British. And I just don't, I have no issue with obviously getting British actors to play American. That's fine. If the American accent is any quality but the problem is i once heard i think it was from james mcavey who, who was being interviewed on a show about accents and how he does them and he said the key is when you do an accent you know you're doing it well if your accent voice is your voice but with an yeah. accent these yeah. words they were higher pitched voices okay yeah yeah i get what you mean i would go if you said to me do a stereotypical like over the top classic american tv show american accent scott adkins and bridges not being american actors did a stereotypical bad american because uh, the guy who plays bridges is irish all right okay uh, my issue is scott adkins i heard so many almost scottish twangs come through the way he was pronouncing I, certain words i would say right this this sums up 
And this is not fair to everyone who goes this route. And we know a few actors who've gone this route. Scott Adkins is basically a martial artist who's become an actor. Yeah. Oh, and you can tell the physical side of this. Yes. And it was like, that's really why you got cast. Because there's no other redeeming features. (laughs) Because when in space, what better weapon than just punching and slashing everything? I will say, I I clicked on an article by a website called filmschoolrejects.com. And it simply said, it's a a review. But the, the title is Incoming Review. In space, no one can hear Scott Adkins stab the shit out of people. (laughs) (laughs) And it is so apt for this film. Because there's not a solution he doesn't use for stabbing. There's quite a lot of reviews on it. Basically saying, this is really only for diehard Scott Adkins fans. And I'm like, how many diehard Scott Adkins fans are there? (laughs) Well, the fact that you knew from (laughs) Doctor Strange shows that that he is obviously a calibre actor. Yeah, no, it's not. No, no, because Vinnie Jones still gets cast in things. That's true. That's (laughs) very true. You know Um, what? This is the state of, I think there would have been more charisma if they'd had Vinnie Jones. (laughs) Oh, charisma in this film didn't exist. None of the characters are likable. None of them. My least favourite was actually um, Dr. Stone. Yeah. The the lady. Who I have described as wooden and a very cliche performance, Hanny. I, I really wish that I'd written down the headline, but it basically said that she's just a Karen. <laughs> if she's just Although, a Karen. Uh, we'll come back to this later in a segment I've created, but there is a moment where Scraggers just punches her in the face. And I, I'm not one for this, but I was like, yes. And I, just, I hated him. Well, the thing is, they say she is essentially your hero character, but all she does is berate everyone. Yeah, she's the whole she, time. She's yeah. not again. She's not likable. Oh no, not at all. She's not likable. But for me, uh, much like you, that first scene with them all on that ship coming yeah. in very much cements that they are not going to be a strong acting bunch for this film. No. But for actually, the I can tell you the exact moment that I went. I've decided my rate, my ranking of this film, and my opinion was at twenty three minutes forty two seconds. Yeah, and it was the moment when she goes into the cell and the guy pins her on the floor. She kind of goes, yeah. where are the records? He goes, can I trust you if I give you the records? They're all I have. I don't know what the records were. I don't know what he's referring to. But um, she, she reaches a hand out and he basically flips her over and pins her to the floor. Because uh, he, he, she says something along the lines of, you know, something like, you're not the only one or the, the other prisoners or the others or something. Yeah, yeah. And he goes, what, what are you talking about? She goes, I don't know. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's what we're working with. Great. Um, yeah, that's what I have on the, the acting side of it. Direction-wise, I honestly don't know because I mean I act, I've I act in your plays and and when we when we um start uh, like uh, rehearsing stuff, we kind of yeah. you know what you want, but you kind of give a bit of freedom. Yeah, you kind well, of go, no. go as a want. director. Yeah, I kind of I know really what I I do want from the scene, but it's always good to let your actors have freedom because yeah. they might bring something that you weren't expecting. I think this film does that to the extreme in the wrong way because yeah. <laughs> it did feel messy at times apart from when there was fighting going on which i will say despite the fact that we got martial artists i actually found the choreography of the fighting very over the over the top and a bit messy at times there was yeah it's just it wasn't like martial martial art fights in films are normally really well choreographed and yeah. it's, it's yeah. like a dance isn't it 
But this wasn't. It was just slash, 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 slash. I just... Normally, right, You if you've got a bad film, you want it to go that extreme. So it's so bad, it's funny. Yeah. Or not cute. I don't mean cute. I just mean memorable. Yeah. <laughs> but once this review is done... Oh, no. This film no. can fade into obscurity. Yeah. It's very much, instead of incoming, I, it's outgoing. I could see it's just outgoing. one day mention it as like, if someone says, what's the worst film you ever watched? Something along those lines. I'd probably go, yeah, this is probably not far from it. There was a thing in space. There was fighting. Didn't need not, to be in space. Good Didn't need to be in space. No. They fooled okay. us. They tricked us. <laughs> I'm going to lead into like the kind of script side of it. But right. but before I do that, I'm, it's like a segue into it of a segment I've I've put as plot holes. And it's simply, how did Stone manage to open all the cells when Kingsley, the English guy, had to manually type the code into the door and he made a point of saying how high his security was? How did she have clearance to the cells? Because he made a point of saying he had to be the one to transport them to her. She didn't. She shouldn't have had a key card. There's no logic to that. He made a very big deal about he was the one who opened the doors. He took the prisoners to her. How did she even get in? I don't know, but. One thing I saw in a review was every sort of safety thing or anything he said was disregarded instantly by everyone. <laughs> so it, it was just like, yeah, I he did. I will he say he didn't do well on the let's make the British look better in films. No, <laughs> he did the no. cocky. You know what? The only good thing he did, he wasn't posh and hoity toity. No, it showed a different sort of British person in a film. <laughs> it's closer to the drunken lout kind of element. Yeah, it's just like still not good. Like, like one of the first shots we have of him is when he's playing the music really loud, but there is porn just on one of the screens. Well, but also he was doing. The, I still don't think it's a good idea sending a woman up here, and all this kind of stuff. I'm like, that was, like, was. one of the first things that made me go, "This isn't going to be good." This is there's no. <laughs> no, no, right. So on the script, what's your opinion on the scripts of this? The script of this film, like the actual dialogue side of it. Okay, well, I always go by I've got scripts in my drawer gathering dust that is way better than this. Um, this got a film made of it. Yeah, I have definitely written better. <clears throat> I need someone to make a film of my stuff, and then us review it, and we will have more fun than when oh, we watch this. Yeah, yeah. hundred <laughs> percent right. The, the sentence that I've written about the script and dialogue, clunky dialogue that felt like it had been written by a teenager writing fan fiction in their mother's basement. Yeah. And that leads smoothly into a segment I'm going to call Liam's favourite cliche dialogue. Basically, I have listed five lines from this film, yeah. starting at number five, going down to one. Okay. One being my favourite cliche line. So number five okay. is, no whistleblowers, bitch. Oh, it's like, like proper... the guy, the guy who, yeah, the, the lines that he proper punched him on, the woman yeah, on. Yeah, that was and like juggernaut. It was. It was, it was so... bitch. It was like, it was like there was clear. This guy was clearly a nightmare for the whole film. Yeah. But then it was the moment at the end. He was like, "I'm also going to betray you and become <laughs> a villain as well." Basically, it was no, no whistleblowers, bitch. Yeah. Number four was the villain. You know, when you got a good villain, it was the, he was the head of the terrorist uh, yeah. cell, and he said they normally get a cool line when they're doing their big evil speech. His yeah. was, "Come on, American, dance for me." <laughs> And I was just like, what is this? Yeah. Um, then 
uh, it was towards the beginning once the doctor had been introduced to everyone and it was the line the geneva convention doesn't apply in space yeah and i think that should be the tagline for the film <laughs> yeah it should be it's almost on the line of no one can hear you scream you oh, know it's just like <laughs> the geneva convention doesn't apply in space <laughs> yeah um my my second favorite cliche dialogue moment of the whole film is solely aimed at Scott Adkins and it is his it's the line that someone says to him of you've managed to stab or slit your way through all of our bargaining chips because <laughs> <laughs> it's true they made a point of saying we should take some of these hostage because then they might be able to get us out and Scott was like or oh, I could stab you stab you stab stab <laughs> but my favorite number one dialogue was between the leader of the the, the 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 terrorist cell and the big guy who just disappeared for me the he first lets him out of his cell and the big guy goes are we in heaven brother and the leader goes no but we're escaping from hell and i just thought oh it's so so oh you say that i think that might it's a good line favorite. yeah it's, it's a actually... good line but yeah. the way they delivered it was like oh if the rest of the film was at this level this would be great yeah that would actually the film would have been vaguely enjoyable because it was it was like are we in heaven brother no but we're escaping from hell also they're not in heaven but they're escaping from hell great tagline yeah uh there are right i'm not going to get into this but there's some (laughs) reviews which have actually gone into detail because of the graphic side of it of where the station is right um and they basically went everything's out it's they say at one point how many miles they're out but it doesn't make sense to where the moon is they're like there is nothing about this film which is right i'm gonna see i'm gonna see because it's quite long-winded i don't know yeah Uh, i'm trying to find the front cover for it actually to see if it has a tagline i don't think it does Someone actually in a review stated that they were fooled. They only watched it because they thought the poster looked good. With the oh, actually, you know what? I kind of see how it could look like a hammer. I kind of see that. Well, it's all fine now. <laughs> um, um, I will say that's all I really have to say about it. I haven't got anything else noted. Um, because to be honest, this was a horrible, horrible film. Um, I'm not one for falling asleep through films massively. Yes, I've been up since like six this morning, but that's not the point. And I did just drift. And I once I woke up from it, I really struggled to keep attention. I had to stop it, go make a cup of tea, come back. And and the fact that I missed a big character who I thought was going to be interesting because of their size, mm-hmm. I didn't really care when I came back. No, I mean, I, I you know what? I can't be bothered to find the fact thing. It's just <laughs> that it's it's you know what. It's this review has already gone a lot longer than I thought it was going to. <laughs> yeah, we've always said if it's not a good film, we can normally have a bit of fun laughing at it. Yeah. And this uh, is that perfect example because it isn't just bad. It's funny bad at times. Except I didn't laugh once during it. No, because that would have been a form of enjoyment. Yeah. Um, I would say, and I don't know if you agree. This is the worst film we've seen as the manic film club yes i agree because even while watching it, i th- i said because uh, amanda came down the stairs about 10 minutes as it was about 15 20 minutes just before it ended and i was looking horrified i paused it and went this is this is a terrible film amanda yeah uh, <laughs> and i was thinking we always compare bad films to high flying bird yeah 
But which... at least that knew what it needed to be, despite yes. its lack of basketball. Yes. <laughs> but this film had a what at the core is a good premise. Yeah. Badly. A prison in space. Yeah. A prison in space that gets taken over by the inmates. Inmates sort of is literally a segment of the first Guardians of the Galaxy film. Yeah. Yeah. And that's brilliant. Yeah. No, I'll give you that. Yes. yes. One of these wasn't a giant tree or a rat talking raccoon. But uh, imagine it if it had been though. It was in space. There's no reason they couldn't have. Yeah. Um, but um honestly, I don't think I can drag this on anymore. <laughs> I honestly, my ultimate review is I wish it had been set on a boat, then we wouldn't have watched it. <laughs> True. Because it was really because this was a replacement, because the film we yes, were gonna watch was. was removed. We were gonna watch the zombie film. We were. Um yeah. This was like one of four options to replace it with. Yeah. The other three might have been better options. Yeah, this was this. Yeah, for me, the most famous part of this is it is now the benchmark that everything has to be better than it. Yeah. Even High Flying Bird is better than this. Oh, yeah. There was a quality to High Flying Bird. It wasn't bad. Yeah. It had Um, had, that was filmed with an iPhone. Yeah. And it was better quality than this film. <laughs> right, we've already technically rated this. We've both, oh, yeah, this we is have. a full manic miss, right? Oh, but yeah, what I'm going to do to cement the terribleness of this, we always refer to Rotten Tomatoes. This yeah. does not have a Rotten Tomatoes number. Because uh-huh. it's only got two reviews. <laughs> oh. Um, literally, it, you get an audience score and the, toma- uh, the to- tomato meter or to- tomatometer. Yeah, which is the, it's the tomatometer bit which we go by. Yeah. they're normally around sixty to eighty. Yeah, this has no score because of how little people care about it. Yeah, which is so bad. Yeah, it's terrible. Um, but Tobias, yeah. let's put this atrocity behind us. What oh, are we going to watch next? A film which I cannot be worse than this. Oh, <laughs> it better not be. It won't be. It won't be. Next week on the Manic Film Club. We will be reviewing Jarhead. Instead of combat, this film focuses on the long, lonely days spent at war. And the caustic, caustic, is that the word? Caustic. (laughs) Humor soldiers employ to deal with the unbearable conditions. Starring Jake Gyllenhaal, Peter Skarsgård, Chris Cooper, directed by Sam Mendes. It's about two, uh, two hours, two minutes. It's got a quality to it. We, it's we, going we, to be better. It is going to be better. Brilliant. Now, when this episode goes live, a poll will also go live over on our Twitter yes, page. It will have Miss or Bigger Miss written in the <laughs> Miss or um, You'll be able to say if you think it was a hit. But if yeah. you did, please in the comments explain to us why. Yeah, please. If you on if you do put it down as a hit, that is your opinion, that you're allowed to be wrong. But tell us why, because I would genuinely like to know what you like about this film. Yeah. Is it just because you're doing like a, sh- a shots game where you take a shot every time something terrible, really bad happens? Because you actually be, think you so badly. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But as I said, this will be on a poll over on our Twitter, which is at the Manic with two N's. Very, Very important. important. Which will be on a link down below in a link tree, as well as all of our social medias, as well as our Patreon. Ooh. Ooh. Now, the Patreon is £1 a month. Ooh. Minimum. There's, there's more. You can pay. Oh, for yeah. More there are higher tiers for more content. Yeah. But for the very 
base level, you get access to our Discord server where you can chat to me and Tobias, as well as the other patrons. You also get to help shape the future of the podcast, as well as getting involved in some other special treats. Oh, special treats. Special treats. Now, Tobias, I think before we have to think any more about this film, it's time to put it out of our memory and forget it ever happened. And say goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. Stay safe, everybody, and most importantly, stay manic.